0: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, and happy hot chocolate day to you on this Chantel Singh's birthday celebration day.
1: Mm. Good morning,
0: Chantel. Good
1: morning, Freddie Bill. How you feeling? How you feeling about this weather? Isn't it beautiful?
0: Oh my goodness! Weather temperatures in the fifties today mm-hmm. and the forties tomorrow. This is it's wonderful. Yep. I love it. You I love it. Love it. Love it.
1: It's that part where you don't really have a choice. You, 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 if you if you're not happy today or in a good spirits. you you don't have a choice
0: come on out no sun is shining yeah it's a blue sky you don't often see blue sky in January and Mm -hmm. we're seeing it right now
1: I'm telling you and so if you're walking around with a cloud over your head just open your eyes and look up at the sun
0: yep or join the Peanuts crew
1: or eat some hot chocolate or something.
0: That's right.
1: Do what That's you right. gotta do what you gotta do, but just be in the best spirits you can today. Today's call of the day is blossom and blue. So try blossom and blue today and shout out to Richfield. Thank you guys for waking up with the morning team.
0: Glad you're with us today's Words and Wise. Give thanks for your food. And I'm giving thanks because we've got a very special guest.
1: We do have a great guest this morning talking about some great subject matters and keeping us up to date and informed. We got Dr. Portia Peak Gordon. She's a licensed marriage and family therapist and the founder of Peak Behavioral Health. Peak Behavioral Health is a mental health organization that was created with the purpose of increasing access to mental health services for those marginalized, uh, for those in marginalized communities anyway. Good morning, uh, Dr. Gordon. How are you?
2: hi good morning and just to clarify i'm not a doctor i have my master's
1: degree and a license but i'm not I'm oh, not a doctor. Okay, well, I still want to call you a doctor because my eyes, all therapists are doctor. I mean, you just—you know—I know. It's, know, a, it's know. a science to this thing, <laughs> but I got it. Right. Gotcha. Um, but so yeah, so talk to us. Uh, do you think it's still an uphill battle um, for someone who myself has uh, been in uh, uh, mental health therapy for years? Just because I feel like it's very much needed for a lot of people, uh, is it still an uphill battle, though? You think to get the message out to Black people, mm-hmm. particularly, that seeking therapy is okay?
2: Oh, yeah. It, it, it definitely is a challenge, but it's not all our fault. You know, there's that cultural stigma, there's historical stigma, um, you know, that healthy mistrust of mental health and medical professionals mm-hmm. where there were unethical practices um, and social stigma. You know, the word crazy gets tossed a lot in our communities about... Um, who needs therapy and who doesn't. So there's those stereotypes and misconceptions that really make it difficult for people to want to seek out services, mm-hmm. um, access to barriers, uh, limited resources, so accessibility, that includes financial access, insurance, um, we're seeing that a lot this time of year, people are underinsured or uninsured altogether. Mm-hmm. So it can cost a lot of money to see a therapist. Um, Even when you have everything set up and you're ready to go, there are a lot of things that are just in our way.
1: Right, for sure, I agree, and I've had conversations even recently with people um, uh, in our community just about therapy and, and, and seeking mental health therapy and that kind of thing. But what, uh, how can we normalize therapy in our community? Because the pushback that I've seen is mm-hmm. mostly I've gotten people saying that, well, I don't know this person, so how can how can they tell right. me about myself?
2: <laughs> well, I think that's a really fair point, and we have to validate that because it's true. You are talking to a complete stranger about some about very personal issues and back to that cultural mistrust piece of like well i'm not sure if my problems are going to be um safe with this person if they're going to report me that type of thing so i think first is validating that concern Mm -hmm. and then i think from there we just need to have open conversations about it we need to have a dialogue the more we talk about it the more we're normalizing it the more we're working towards destigmatizing mental health and mental health conditions Mm -hmm. so educating ourselves is really important so that awareness piece um and then the black community our community leaders and advocates we also need to hear from them and why it's important so if we're talking about like generational changes and um intergenerational trauma and that type of thing we need to hear from people that understand what we've gone through Mm -hmm. and to speak on how we can seek healing and support and it's you know many different ways that we can do that um and then i think we need to see more representation in media like hollywood showing our faces and these mental health awareness campaigns and we really don't see a lot of that so i think as a result we kind of get that subliminal message that therapy is
1: not for us right right we're speaking to Portia p gordon she's a licensed marriage and family therapist uh with peak behavioral health Uh, talking about mental health therapy and and services uh, for those in marginalized communities. So what can we expect? uh, What can people expect when they first start therapy? A lot of people are nervous about it. Like we said, it's a person that you Mm -hmm. don't know. You don't they don't know you. Uh, What's the first step? And when you decide, okay, I'm going to therapy therapy, what are people uh, what are there? What can they expect in their first session?
2: Yeah, you know, the first session, every therapist, their style is a little bit different. For the most part, first and foremost, it's confidential. Mm -hmm. You can expect that your therapist is creating a safe space for you and your problems. Um, and then from there, you know, you might expect like an assessment or uh, an evaluation like as you like to call it, where we're just talking about your family history, your work history, you know, those kinds of things. Um, you know, if there was any trauma, substance use, that kind of thing. And this once again, it's just to collect information to get a better like worldview or overview of like your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're more informed when it comes to helping you set goals and, and that type of thing. Um, You can expect that this is going to be a relationship that you're building with someone over time. So back to that, you know, I don't know who this person is. It's going to take time, like any new relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, I think the other piece of it, too, is you can expect to feel uncomfortable at first, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Just accepting that there may be some discomfort is just probably a good idea to expect, you know, out of the gate. Mm -hmm. That way that you're not kind of like, having this conversation with yourself in your mind that this is going to be super uncomfortable because i would expect it to be to some degree this is a perfect stranger yeah in the beginning but you're going to build rapport and they're going to be that support person um you know you might see them just a couple of sessions you might see them for a couple of years or you know every other month Mm -hmm. every style is different and all of our needs are different
1: Mm-hmm, absolutely, and, and very well put. And just speaking from experience, my first session, it was—it's very—it's—it's it's a little scary. It's a little nerve-wracking. Yeah. Um, but I think the trick is you just really have to commit to it and really want to be mm-hmm. better in your in your recovery and your healing and uh, whatever yep. that you feel like you are going through the process for. But for those um, Portia that are just not ready to go to therapy what are, and, and they're still dealing with some traumas, they're dealing with trying to heal from Brian. whatever. Uh, what are, what are some of the things they can do right now to cope to start that healing process
2: right and i just want to touch one thing you said too it reminded me of just the notion that um you know different ways of healing we don't have to choose there are so many different ways to heal there's the traditional you know sometimes stereotypical you know, church that we might go to in the black community. And then there are the Western ways of healing. So we don't have to choose, we couldn't do both. But for anyone who's not ready to start therapy today, mm-hmm. I would definitely encourage you to reach out to your family and friends and just talk about what's going on in your life, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be this big thing where you're like, oh, I need therapy, I'm going to this big thing. But just start being open a little bit more mm-hmm. and start seeing how that feels for you. And if you don't have that community, Start creating it. Start mm. creating it today. Start looking at your network. See who's there. See who you, who you can talk to. Mm-hmm. Um, I would encourage less social media consumption. Mm-hmm. Um, we've, we've seen studies on how that can make us not feel the best. And data has shown that it can lead to increased depression and anxiety mm-hmm. um, and low self-esteem. I would definitely encourage... Um, practicing self-compassion. I think we can be so hard on ourselves if we think about that trope of like the strong black woman. Like I can carry, you know, the entire village on my back. We don't have to do that. Yeah. So a part of it too is like unlearning some of these things that we've been fed for so long mm-hmm. and, and just actually telling ourselves you know what i am worthy i'm deserving and my problems are important
1: absolutely very well said Portia p gordon a licensed marriage and family therapist and the founder of peak behavioral health where can people contact you or others in the community website phone number locations
2: yeah, absolutely. So Peak Behavioral Health, we are located um, in Little Canada, which is right off of Rice Street in St. Paul. And then we also have an office in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Right now, we are currently 100% online. So no matter wherever you are in Minnesota, we can see you virtually. Um, so that's Peak Behavioral Health. And then there's some other great mental health organizations that... black and brown people. You can find them on Therapy for Black Girls. Psychology Today is a a good resource too for finding therapists in your area. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'd also encourage people to check out who's in their network for insurance. So if you go on the back of your insurance card, um, if you have insurance, you can call a network provider and they will tell you who you can um, find. And then if you're struggling with figuring out how to pay for therapy, there's something called the Loveland Foundation that will reimburse or provide vouchers for therapy. And then Taraji P. Henson also has her foundation that helps uh, pay for therapy as well.
1: I love it. Well, thank you so much for those other additional resources uh, for Peak Behavioral Health, particularly if you'd like to get in contact, uh, online services for mental health therapy, peakbehavioralhealthmn.com is the website uh, that you can find out more information. Portia Peak Gordon, licensed marriage and family therapist and founder of Peak Behavioral Health. Thank you so much for your time. Great conversation. We need to continue. Um, We appreciate you stopping by the morning show. Absolutely.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Great guest this morning. And, uh, heck, she needs to stop by every day.
1: I know. I, I don't know, right?
0: <laughs> really? I,
1: I could talk about that all day long. It's so it's so many, uh, you know, so many things that people don't know about mental health therapy that I think they're just mis- misunderstood. Um, a lot of misconceptions. A lot of them. And I, I would be happy to help.
0: <laughs> wow. you got to be there by 9. 9-